0: You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast, episode number 25, with our first Ask Heather episode. You're listening to the She Leads Me podcast, where women come together for powerful conversations around life and leadership. Each episode will bring you conversations with incredible women in leadership tools you need as a badass female pioneer, and spicy topics around business and leadership. I am your host, Heather Simpson. My mission is to educate and empower women in leadership positions, taking them to the next level in their journey and career. Welcome to She Leads Me. Hello, She Leaders. Heather Simpson here, your host of the She Leads Me podcast and founder and director of this amazing and incredible community called She Leads Me. I am excited about today's show. It's our first ever Ask Heather show. A couple weeks ago, we've been asking you guys to write in to ask us your questions all about leadership, all about your journeys, about life, about the the things that you want answered, about any roadblocks that you may be be happening upon right now, and reach in and tap into this community so that we can help support you in the ways that we know how to. So we have a couple of questions. I'm so excited to go through them today. If you want to ask your questions, you can send them into askheather at sheleadsme.com and we will be happy to answer them. We also would love if you would like to be on the show with us so we can schedule a call to answer your question. And you'll hear today, uh, you know, people send in their questions and a lot of the times this it, the response would be better if we could actually have a dialogue about it. So I'll be able to answer the questions based on the knowledge that I have from the questions that were sent in, but sometimes I have some follow-up questions to really make sure that I'm answering in the way that is best suited for you in your situation. So if you'd like to be on the show, we are great about keeping things confidential. If you're if you're worried about, you know, we oftentimes we're talking about struggles and that often times means that we talk about our significant others, maybe, maybe challenges that we're just having in our family life, or challenges with different team members at work, or different clients that we're working with. And so we understand that that could be a sensitive and a sensitive situation that you probably want to be kept confidential. And we're super great about that and would never release any information unless you wanted it to be released. And you wanted people to know who you were and what the questions were asking. So let's dive into today's questions. First question that we have here says, I run a team of about 10 people with all different personality styles. What is the best method to monitor their performance? That's a great question. When you have a team of people, it can oftentimes be so challenging to try to make sure that you have an organized system that You can plug into and tap into to make sure that people are reaching the goals that you have. So my first question for this person would be, do you know what the company expectations are of your team? Like very clear, spelled out, all of the expectations listed out. And if the answer is yes, then my second question to you would be, do those team members know what the company or team expectations are of them. And the reason why I ask this is oftentimes, first of all, I get this question a lot. And then oftentimes when I ask these questions, people have to really think about it and they have to go, "Mm, actually, do we have that very clear somewhere? And if the answer is a hesitation or "Mm, maybe not, then I would probably guess that it's, it's not very clear. You need to have those expectations set out so that people can achieve success. People want to be successful. They don't show up to work to just be mediocre most of the time, right? They have a job for a reason. And if you're running these teams, these higher level teams, and they want to be doing good work. So what is it that's expected of them? It would also be a really good time to go back to their job description and what they were hired to do and see if that's still what they're doing. Oftentimes, when we work within teams and different projects come up or the evolution of our business or our team grows, people take on different jobs. People assume more responsibility or their jobs shift and change. So it would be a great time to look at all of those different aspects to see if those things are lining up. And if the answer is no, then it would be great to go to the leadership team at your company, if that's not you, or for you to sit down um, with a team of people and to actually write out all of that so clearly so that everybody is on the same page. Now, on to the production part of it. Monitoring people's performance can happen in a, a huge variety of different ways. Most people, when they know their job, when the job description is very clearly listed out for them, it will be really clear to see if they're hitting the performance levels that you want or not. So my other question for you would be, do you have regular reviews? Do you have regular check-ins? And do you know your team? Getting to know them on a more individual level, as opposed to just the team as a whole, as its own identity, is really important. And something that I modeled in my role as a CEO I took the time to have the coffees and the lunches with individual people to make sure that they were happy, to make sure that they were getting their needs met, to make sure that I was helping set them up for success. And sometimes that looked like individualized plans to help them reach their highest performance level. Sometimes it's all the same, but that level of connection that you have with them, that level of, "Hey, I matter to my boss, I matter to my leader, and I'm not just part of this glob, this this one unit team. I actually matter as an individual to this person." Really goes so far and will help their production and their performance go even better. So those are the things that I want you that I want you to do first. I want you to make sure that you're aware of the company expectations or the team expectations. I want you to make sure that, number two, that those People are aware of them as well. Your team members are aware. Number three, I want you to review each of their individual job descriptions to make sure that that is all in a line and that that hasn't changed or shifted at all. And then I want you to connect with these people individually, connect with them and make sure that they feel like they are an important piece to this. Their performance will be amazing. they buy-in will be amazing. And that's how you build company culture. And I know that that's not what the direct question is here, but oftentimes some of these individual little questions, these individual little problems all lead back to that company culture piece of how are we running this team, this company, and doing it in a way that people feel connected to you and your mission and your vision. Okay, question number two. In my company, I have a very diverse team of individuals. Sometimes disagreements get in the way of moving forward on very important agenda items. How do you manage conflict in an efficient way? Part of me wants to work through this, but there are times where I also want to tell them all to grow up. (laughs) I definitely understand that aspect and component. I have experienced that myself. Anybody that I've worked with or had conversations with about teams, those things come up. Conflicts come up. People get into little. We're all human, right? Nobody is perfect or in a good mood every single day. There are so many different cycles that a human goes through, and we never know what somebody's going through when they show up to work oftentimes, right? They're having their own experiences in their own life and and that absolutely can come through into the workplace. So, when it comes to managing disagreements, there are some great great practices out there for resolving, how you resolve disagreements and actually be able to move forward. So, Again, this goes back to question number one. So is everybody clear of their expectations? That would be my first question. Where are these disagreements coming from? Is there a pattern in these disagreements? Are they coming from a place where people are stepping on each other's toes but not intentionally um, is there a gap in the leadership? Is that where people are? Is that where these are coming up? It's it's again, one of these questions where I, I'd love to get to talk to you so that I can ask a couple of more questions. But when it comes down to it, you create the space where you actually say, OK, hey, team, this is what we're going to do on this day at this time. We are going to address a couple of these things that keep coming up, right? Because I'm, I'm guessing that the same conversations are coming up. If you're at the point where you want people to grow up and move on, then I would guess that some of these things keep coming up and it's kind of like on repeat and on a cycle. So create the time in the space that's structured, but you're gonna set the rules because you are the leader. You're going to send out communication, whether that's in person at a meeting, or in an email, and say, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a meeting about this, we are going to devote 15 minutes to air out the disagreements in the room, and then we're going to be able to come together to move forward in an efficient way. And then we're going to close the chapter on this, and we're going to move forward. If you need longer than 15 minutes, you create longer time periods, right? You are going to be the best one to know that because you're the one in the situation. But creating that space and creating parameters around it. So it's not just an open ended meeting there that everybody gets to air out all of their dirty laundry. That's that's not efficient and that's not going to help anybody out. So you're going to create some structured time and you're going to help people move past that. Now, it would be a great thing ahead of time to go back to that question number one, right? And and look at those expectations and of the company, like the team expectations, are they clear? Do, does everybody know them? What is everybody's role there? And and kind of take a overall look to see if it still makes sense for everybody. Then you're going to have that conversation. You're going to lay out how you guys move forward, and then you're going to move forward. You guys are going to create a system in a situation where people feel heard. They feel like they are able to come to you with their different questions, that you're not pushing things under the rug. And then you're telling everybody, hey, we're all moving forward now from this. Okay. It's time for us all to move forward so we can be effective and efficient in the work that we're wanting to do. Okay. Question number three I run my own company and I love it. Without the quote, normal schedule of working for another company how do I make sure that I'm doing the best job I can be as a leader, With a, which is such a fabulous question. So how do you continue to grow, right? That is something that as, as, as individuals, as business leaders, as solo entrepreneurs, we are constantly in this seeking out phase to make sure that we're growing in the ways that we need to, to be the best, most efficient, effective leaders we can be. And sometimes that's hard because we don't have any structure. So we have to create our own structure. One of the biggest challenges with being your own business owner or your own like solo entrepreneur journey is that you don't have somebody giving you a structure. You don't have somebody giving you a job description. So what you're going to do is you're going to create one for yourself. You are first going to create a job description as if you were hiring for the position that you currently do. You're actually going to organize and put pen to paper, list out what an actual job description would be if you were to post a job tomorrow to look for somebody to replace you. And the reason why I want you to do this is because oftentimes that that gives us so much clarity. And we are running around out there trying to do what we're doing. We're trying to hustle. We're trying to build our businesses. We're trying to, to build the great impact that we want to have in this world. But without that, without that actual, here's my job. This is what I'm actually supposed to be doing every day. We can oftentimes get lost in the little things, in the distractions, in the things that pop up that take our time and attention. You're going to write out that job description for yourself so that that gives you somewhat of a blueprint to move forward in every day. Another thing that I tell people to do in addition to that blueprint is you're going to... Start to connect with other people in live event situations. So you're going to go to two live events every single year. One is going to be within your industry so that you can learn the latest trends. You can learn all about what you need to know, upcoming things and information for how you do your job the best, right? We need to be educating ourselves constantly on the industry that we're in so that we can grow in that industry. On the other side of it, the other event that you're going to go to is you're going to go to an event once a year that is just one that you want to go to, that probably has nothing to do with the industry that you're in, but you're intrigued by and you're interested in. Those are the times where a lot of people have like groundbreaking aha moments because they hear something through the lens of this different type of an event that feeds their soul, but they then go apply it to their business. And it just creates this sort of awakening in yourself and this awakening in your business that is incredible. And getting around people is a huge important piece to that aspect as well. Feeling that energy. Sure, you can take all sorts of webinars and online courses and all those types of things which are also important, but two times a year. Only two times a year is what I'm asking of you, to go out and be with other people so that you can feed off of that energy. That's why at She Leads Me, we are building a community of people and having in-person events. I am seeing such a huge epidemic people just living in isolation. We have this fabulous new world where we can do anything or build any business almost virtually. The problem is, is that we are no longer connecting with other people and it is causing more damage to us and actually killing our business. Isolation is one of the worst things that a human being can experience. And and a lot of people don't realize that that that's what they're doing and that's what's happening. So I want you to get out and I want you to connect and meet people and network with them. Some incredible conversations can come of it, some incredible relationships can come of it, and it only brings good things. So you're going to do two live events a year, okay? So number one so far, you're going to create your own job description. Number two, you're going to attend two live events a year. Number three, what you're going to do is you're going to look for a couple of different resources that really resonate and jive with you. So if you are a reader, then you need to be consistently reading books to help you grow and elevate. If you're not a reader, but you're more of an audio person, you're going to plug into audiobooks or podcasts that are relevant to you and the information that you want to know. I also really encourage people, if you like to write I would write because you learn so much about yourself as a person and writing out things that you're going through and different experiences that you're having having or ideas that you have can be an incredible transformation process for people. And even if you're not really into writing or you don't really know if you're into writing, start with five minutes a day. Just even writing out the things of what would be important for me to accomplish today, what are some of my, what would be like a a goal list or a dream list that I have of things that I want to accomplish. Just writing five minutes a day really opens up a different side of the brain and really creates some great growth. The last thing that I want you to do to make sure you're doing the best job, right? Because again, we're going back to the question here of how can I do the best job I can be doing as a leader? You want to connect with other people. You want to create a tribe of people that you can plug into pretty regularly to make sure that what you're doing is working and you can get feedback from other people. Sometimes this is very uncomfortable, right? Because if you have the right people around you, they're pushing you to grow, they're causing you to live in some discomfort a little bit. But if we wanna be better, better leaders, then we have to go there. We have to be willing to hear the hard things. We have to be willing to surround ourselves with the right people that are qualified to give us the proper information and feedback that we need to grow grow as an individual. Okay, last question. How do I know when it's time to fire someone? This person does a good job at what they do, but we continuously have problems with them in our company. I am hesitant to fire a good worker bee, but I'm also worried about having an HR nightmare on my hands. I think you already know what you need to do. And As much as it is challenging and you think about all of the what ifs and the the nightmares, the only reason why you're thinking that is because they're already showing you that they're that type of person. So they're already a nightmare person. They're already, it sounds like, disruptive in your company. That is the quickest thing to ruin any type of company culture. It doesn't matter how much energy and effort you put in to developing good relationships with other people and setting expectations for a specific type of company culture. If you have one bad person in there that doesn't have to play by the rules, you need to fire them. You are doing your company a disservice. You are doing your employees a disservice or your team members a disservice by having them around. I have a question for you and I like to ask this of a, of a lot of people that that bring this question up to me knowing what you know about them now and the company culture that you want and that you're creating would you hire this person again and if the answer is no then they need to go and consult with HR and if you don't have an HR There's lots of great resources out there. If you're your own individual business owner, there's lots of different HR services out there that can help you make sure that you're legally doing things in the right way. But you need to get that out of there. You need to get the cancer out. I have seen too many amazing companies go downhill because of one person. And you think that that's impossible. You think like, oh, what's one person maybe in a group of 30? Let me tell you, I have seen it destroy partnerships. I've seen it destroy amazing companies and incredible teams of people. Those people, those good ones, the ones that want to see the company thrive, that want to see your team thrive, they're not going to stick around. If they see you tolerating that, they're going to wonder why and they're going to look elsewhere because that person is ruining what you're creating and it's not worth it. so ask yourself the question, would you hire this person again? And if you're looking for some more specific signs like okay, what would be the warning signs of a uh, warning signs of a bad employee? That would be anybody who bad mouths other people. so their colleagues, managers, leaders, anybody in the company, if they're talking about other people and bad mouthing, that's a warning sign. That's a bad employee. Someone who is the cause of the conflict that's a bad employee. That's a huge warning sign. People that go openly against their managers or leaders, that's a bad employee. People that can't follow a leader when they're being led by good leadership, that's a big warning sign and then people that lack the confidence to deal with the conflict. So if you have somebody that doesn't want to deal with it, or that just tries to show up in a different way and, and play it off, those are all signs of somebody that you need to get out of your out of your company. If you've not had the conversations yet with them about the things specifically that need to be addressed, you want to give them the opportunity to change their ways. You want to give them the opportunity to step it up and prove that they're not going to be be that way anymore. But ultimately, if you're asking this question, like how do you know when it's time to fire somebody and you're worried about an HR nightmare, You already know the answer. You just need to figure out the right tools and have the plan to make sure that that goes really well for you. You want to get ahead of it. You don't want this person to take up the energy in the room. You don't want this person to make this a huge, big ordeal. You want to get ahead of it with them. You want to get ahead of it with your company, and you want to tell your company all of the reasons why, hey, listen, this is the decision that we had to make that we had to make for the betterment of this company and these are the reasons why this person is no longer with us. Okay so those are all the questions that we have for today. I would love to do another episode of Ask Heather. Send your questions or let us know if you'd like to be on the show so we can have a more open conversation about it so I can I can dig in there and and get more information so that we can give you some effective tools and plans to move forward with and to use. So Have a wonderful day today. Thank you so much for joining us and we will see you next time. Hey, thank you so much for joining us for today's episodes of of the She Leads Me podcast. If you enjoyed the show, would you please do us a favor? Would you mind heading on over to iTunes and leaving us a five-star review? It greatly helps us reach other women just like you who are looking to tap into information just like this. Thank you. We really appreciate it.